0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Futurist. My name is Raya Shah. I'm your host, and today we met with an oncologist who also has a degree in pharmacy. Now, Shema is an oncologist who has done multiple TV appearances and also has won multiple awards. She studied at the um, studied at Rutgers for her degree in pharmacy and studied at Robert Wood Johnson Medical School during her um, doctor of medicine and her internship in medicine er, and her residency. So today we will be asking her questions that everyone is dying to know and also figuring out what exactly is the job of an oncologist. Now let us give a warm welcome to Shema. Um, so the first question is, what do you, what's your favorite part of being um, an oncologist?
1: So what I love most about being an oncologist, and I guess just about being a doctor, is the ability to form long-lasting relationships with my patients. So there just is a, a really incredible bond when someone entrusts you with their life and with such a severe illness. And you just feel um, a lot of gratitude uh, from these patients. And quite honestly, I get a new perspective from them every single day. Um, they're, all of my patients are warriors and they just live their life despite this diagnosis in such an amazing way that it in, inspires me every day. So I really have to say the patients are the best part. Um,
0: on a daily basis, um, like what would, what would you do at work? And then also... What do you like most about it? And what do you like least?
1: So um, let's see, my day involves, um, of course, seeing um, multiple patients with different diagnoses all throughout the day. Involves a lot of gathering information and data from their previous hospitalizations, from their other visits, uh, ER visits, and so forth. And then looking at some of their scans and deciding if, they need a different uh, chemotherapy or a different treatment regimen, or that they're doing okay. So a lot of prep work in the morning. We also have a team meeting where we really discuss all the patients that are coming in for the day so that if they need additional help from other specialties and um, other consultations, we plan that ahead of time so that when we are seeing the patient, we're ready um, to have a plan of action, ready to go. So it's not sort of disorganized. So. We like to organize in the morning and then the patient flow goes to the day. Now, every time I see a patient, of course, the interaction and and the conversation and the physical exam, all that happens. But then after I get to write an electronic note, (laughs) which is probably coming to the least favorite part of my day, um, a lot of these electronic medical record systems are very cumbersome and take a lot of time. And now um, administrators and insurances are using them for payments and for quality assessments and all these different things. So they're just getting more and more hectic um, in terms of how much I have to do that requires just paperwork and and the computer and less and less of actually dealing and taking care of patients. Um, Probably the worst part about the day is having to fight the insurance companies for um, patients to get the treatment that I believe they really, really need. And um, sometimes even the scans that I believe they really, really need. So there's a lot of denials um, because uh, medical healthcare is very, very expensive. And so there's a lot of regulations. So fighting for my patients to get what they really need is probably my least favorite part.
0: I know you said that patients were the best part, like your favorite part of the job, but is it possible that they could also be like, I guess, like the worst part when you're kind of experiencing loss, um, like if you lose a patient.
1: You know, um, people do ask me that, like, aren't you depressed all the time doing oncology? And then quite honestly, maybe it's a personality thing, but I really love, love, love um, my patients. Even, of course, there's loss and grief. And a lot of my patients, of course, succumb to their illness because cancer is a lot of times a terminal illness. But really the, um, really, the perspective of embracing life every day, like you're about to lose it, is really, really important because it makes me and then, of course, my teammates forget the minor stuff that we gripe about every day. You know, if like we look at, we go to work and say, if all of my patients can, you know, I'll live a life like this, then what am I complaining about? So, of course, there's grief and loss, but there's a lot of love, a lot of respect, a lot of gratitude. And just, the, just a lot of, um, you know, uh, grace in how they handle it, which is really a great way to live.
0: Um, I'm saying this from watching Gray's and had me, but, uh, is there anything that you do with cancer patients who are kind of like, um, they're not getting better or cause like the, I don't remember what it's called, but, uh. <laughs> I know there's like something that you do with cancer patients, um, just kind of to make them happier sometimes. Is there anything that you do with them?
1: I I don't know what you mean. Like, you mean
0: kind of like an activity, like going to a concert or something or, um... oh,
1: um, yeah, you know, there are programs like that, that we sometimes nominate our patients for. Um, so yes, it's usually done a lot in the pediatric cancer world where um, we can nominate someone and they will take them to a whole Disney trip. Um, there's a lot of organizations that do that and say, gosh, if somebody's terminal, um, they would sponsor a whole free trip for them and their family somewhere. We don't get to go. Um, but yes, over the years, we've nominated several patients, especially ones with younger children um, for trips, um, usually Disney, but there's many other trips that they will sponsor them for which gives them, you know, really quality time with their family.
0: Um, so I wanted to know, like, why did you, what kind of led you towards oncology rather than like another uh, profession like pe- going into pediatrics or something? Yeah,
1: you know, that's an interesting journey. So um, I didn't know what I was going to do in medicine. I always knew I wanted to be a doctor, maybe because, um, well, my sister went into medical school and I was in India at the time. And she literally brought home a box of bones. <laughs> I was eight years old at the time. And I literally just was fascinated with these human bones. And I would play with them, not my dolls. I only had one, but I, I would play with the bones <laughs> all day. And I think that was pretty much, I, w- I would look at her biology books and all these di- diseases and I'll be fascinated. So I it was pretty much since then that I knew I was going into medicine, but didn't know exactly what what I was going to do because, well, you know, it's very different from what you think it is in in the reality. So I changed my mind several times during training. Uh, For once, I thought I was going to do OBGYN. And then I was like, oh my gosh, no, this is just (laughs) too crazy of a lifestyle. Uh, Babies come when they come. It's just madness. Um, And then, you know, what actually um, reared me towards oncology is a couple of patients in my internal medicine rotation, but but I realized that you really have to match what you're going to do with your own personality. So I'm by nature a very impatient person. So I don't have a ton of patience. So I, you know, I couldn't see myself, you know, getting up and working really really hard every day for patients with like minor illnesses. I mean, I think I would just get real bored and real like over it very quickly. So I really needed to make sure that whoever I treated was really truly very ill. And this way, I would never complain about working as hard as I did. And, and every day that I want to complain about something, when I get into work, I see my patients and I go, what am I complaining about? They're on, on my worst day um, is still better than their best day. And so I realized that that's something I could do every single day. And quite honestly, you know, my pharmacy background. So I love drugs. I love the way medications work. And oncology was just booming with uh, new medications and, and pharmaceuticals. And I really felt that it was a perfect match for me.
0: Um, so since you were a pharmacist before, why did you change professions? It was, was it because like you um, were still trying to figure it out?
1: No. So actually, I always wanted to go into medicine. Um, what happened with me is that I came from India in high school. So I really didn't know um, how things worked in America in terms of admissions and, and, and opportunities. So really, it wasn't sure if I did a pre-med, pre-med kind of uh, a major, whether I would really get into medical school. I didn't want to not have a career. And so I had a couple of advisors, my uncle and my dad. and They're like, why don't you do pharmacy school? Because this way you will have a great career, if you don't get into medical school, um, you love drugs and medications, and it could be a really great stepping stone into medicine, if you do decide to pursue medicine after all, because really, I found that most physicians here, um, and across the across the world don't get enough uh, education about medications, they get like one course on pharmacology. And I really felt they needed a lot more if they're going to prescribe these. So it was really, really great opportunity. And I said, well, sure I'll do pharmacy. And then I finished it. And then I still wanted to do medicine.
0: Okay. Um, And then the final question, Um, if you could go back in time and tell your past self something, what would you tell them?
1: That's the best question, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, if I went back in time and told myself something, I might not be here. Having said that, um, you know, everything does work out for the best. I think what I would tell my younger self a lot, um, you know, I I really lacked a lot of confidence. And I think that's just true when you're young in general. But I would tell my younger self is that really, truly, you yourself create your value. No one else does. Um, I think a lot of my years were spent waiting for someone to recognize me, to tell me I was, you know, great or worthy or or good enough. And I think what I would go back and say is that really the only person who determines you're good enough is yourself. So if I had known that earlier, maybe I would have gotten here faster. But I think that's really important piece of advice I got much later in life. Um, so I no longer look to employers or, you know, organizations to validate my worth. It truly comes from within.
0: Um, As you got older, did you gain confidence through your work or was it kind of through like time?
1: I think it's all of it. Um, Who you surround yourself with is super important. Um, Having official or unofficial mentors, having peers who have a journey that you look up to and go, gosh, you know, if they can do that, I can do that. Um, And also really my failures, the grid of it is most important. You learn your most from your failures, quite honestly. You learn very little from your success because it doesn't teach you anything. So just looking back on my life, I think you just grow um, because you choose to take lessons away from your failures, from why things didn't work out. And also um, surround yourself with people that inspire you, that you look up to um, and cut the riffraff, you know, and Try to find mentors early in life um, that really want the best for you and they'll guide you through life.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for uh, doing this interview with me.
1: You're so welcome. I really appreciate you and and all of the young generation because you guys are going to be the ones taking care of me when I'm old. (laughs) So um, do a great job in picking the right career, but make sure it resonates with you always. Yeah, definitely.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today and talking about oncology and all the perks and sometimes the downs of the day. Um, And to all those listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope this podcast helped you figure out what you want to do in the future and also just figure out what things you love in life. Have an amazing day, everyone.